Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper, Call of My Ancestors. I decided to hop on this podcast, Energy Wave, I'm feeling. Um, it's really late tonight, it's 11.46. Um, I have ignorant neighbors next to me slamming their cabinet, slam, slamming my cabinet doors because I hear you talking late. So I'm going to, I'm going to make more noise than your voice in in your actual voice so I decided to do this because I felt the urge that you know it's you need to you need to talk tonight uh, first and foremost it is the day after Martin Luther King Day and uh, I was actually in San Antonio for my uncle's funeral and so my grandmother and I just returned today <clears throat> um, and so there's just a lot of there's there's a lot going on in the in the world and I think the biggest major fears that people are are experiencing are the economy you know the United States going into this big debt and I mean really it's I'm not even gonna get too far into that because you have to understand in the matrix that we live in there is always going to be something to put you at cardiac arrest to really put you feeling like oh my god I don't know what to do you know and honestly you know it isn't easy and I'll tell you now we have a really large homeless population in Colorado and that's really you know increasing all throughout the United States but what I will say is that even dwelling in the wilderness some people are happier not living in the confines of society and I'm not telling you to just abandon all hope and just roam the streets I'm not saying that but if it came down to it I know that people can hit rock bottom and come back to the top okay so you need to understand that whoever I'm talking to you can hit rock bottom but bounce right back up to the top it's gonna it may take it may take years it, it may take months it could take a luck of the straw and you're back on track but much further along okay so I'm just hearing so much so many things that are think things that are happening um, so another message went out that like you know people overseas like our international commerce system, um, many, many, many people in other countries are going to really feel the shock of of poverty. Like it's going to really hit even the middle class on down. And so my, so I'm just like, oh, really? So I need you to to think about some things. So. Before the beginning of what we call time, you know, people, hybrid, I call them hybrid people. Oh my God, she's talking about aliens. She's talking about Nebrew and some weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't know if I want to listen to this. Mm -hmm. It's a little chilling, a little fright. You ever see people when they talk? It's frightfully scary. And they're just yabbing at the mouth have nothing else to say, nothing else to do, but look at you like a fool. So anyway, um, 
we there's some things that are that are occurring but long before time we we used to barter you know if if someone had um, a thousand acres of land and some cattle and the and their neighbor from seven hundred kilometers away needed or has a stock stock full of fish and grain what did they do George like what, what did they what did they do they bartered <clears throat> you think they were putting this what we call a currency on things to the point where everybody around them failed okay so we live in a system that um, is different from that you know the system that we live in yields turmoil and chaos because we're not in control of the resources on, on a certain scale we're just not <clears throat> we're not in control of the information we receive you know there's things that can control that we're not in control of education what is taught you know what has been plugging into our brains I'm going to create human drones so that they don't really challenge their brains and think intellectually I'm going to create poppers and shakers so that when the fire is going on around them with their people they're too busy snapping their fingers and they can't hear what is being said I'm going to create unethical leadership drones those that don't hear the fires burning behind them those that don't hear the, the sighs and cries and the moans of the old bones I'm going to create falsehoods and cheers buddy cheers being fake at meetings and networking events not really addressing real issues but yeah kind of sort of but not actually acting on them I create drones with no headphones I create drones calling all drones I create uh, false teachers those that will feed lies hide in a disguise those that will roll their eyes at the cries those that are full of pennies and coins and fake dollar bills and thrills they are too busy participating in indirect or direct kills I create zones zones with no phones zones with plugged I plug headphones. I I plug. I create mask. Mask mask the hag. Mask the lies. I create those that hide in disguises. Create fake eyelashes and things. Pretty little things. Pretty little blings. I create things. Things that make people do bad things I create lies 
fools trying to hide in a disguise. They ride my tide. Clickety clack. Attack against black. Smickety smack. Domestic violence on attack. Oh, little, little kids. Getting snatched up little kids on the city streets. I create zones. I create megaphones of murderous thoughts with people in their empty heads, empty voice box. I take their brains. I take their mind. Mind one in a kind. I one spine. Don't hide. Don't you see the zone? Take out the old bones. Don't remember history tones. Don't remember history bones. I loan your soul. I create fake time. I am the web. The web instead. Sometimes people get caught in my web and they end up dead. I create pain. Pain all around. Nothing can stop me because I I think I'm infinite. See? The puppet string. I create puppets. You see? I create mazes. Mazes and phases. Phases of time. Money's scaring you all the time. I disseminate relationships. Cut it up. Cut up families. I disseminate organizations. Cut it up. Cause dissension, not to mention. I create things. Oh, what it seems. Oh, what it seems. It's not a dream. I create lies. Who am I talking about? What am I talking about? I'm talking about an energy that exists, that exists like a mist, and it exists and it persists all around us. Don't dismiss. This is the truth, and you have to know when the bubbly foe, when it comes knocking at your door, trying to create fear, trying to tear your inner steer, trying to create man baggage claim checks, trying to write false checks, and it don't want to be checked. I create lies all the time. So... When you're dealing with everyday life, be, don't be amazed that you're going through strife. You, we, what we have to learn how to do is manage it. And to say, okay, they're gonna keep they, yeah, I say they, it, whatever it is, is gonna keep throwing different things. And its objective is to make you fall, to make you crawl to make you ball, crying, 
you know, sleepless nights. So that it can steal your strife. So it can take your energy, energy like a knife. Like a knife in the night. I create lies and illusions. Illusions creating confusion. So this is what is going on. This is the energy. So every day we are we are confronted with this. And the quest is how do we work inwardly to be creative in the time of enmity? When I what do I mean by that? Some of you have started businesses in such a time as this. You have literally created an enterprise when when you have gone through strife. Sometimes when you're in the boiling seat, this is what allows you to, to really create your best. Some of you write, you're going through hell in the night and you're fighting and you're converting what you're doing. What you do is when you're going through this bubbly, bubbly energy of BS, causing a mess of distress, causing things to test us, causing things to make us uh, go crazy. What we have to do is, is reconvert the energy. We are alchemists. Reconvert this energy. Regenerate your energy. When that stress is coming, say, okay, I got you, got you stress, I got you. No, I'm sorry, I'm about to, about to write. I'm about to draw. Oh, I'm about to get my climb on. Oh, you, oh, you coming at me stress? Watch me. You know, you convert your energy into creative, in a, a creative outlet. And when you convert your energy into a creative outlet, you will be highly surprised at what comes out on the what the output is on the other side and the best people I can make a tribute to are my ancestors those that um, and, and today those that already have three strikes against you today yeah three strikes you don't get an open door or a chance. I mean, people don't even realize their microaggressions at all. It's really, what's sad about it, it's, it's actually interwoven within the um, molecules of some people's inner being. Meaning, these molecules actually probably exist within the watery places of their body and that's the spiritual that is actually the spiritual outlets the the places in our bodies that create have the most like water based moisture there's glands and there's things that have um, there's organs but then there's you know our blood and all of those systems the places that carry the pockets that carry more water because our bodies are made of, of water that's creating a spiritual conduit. And you need to, not you need to, but just understand that. So, I just felt the need that it was time to at least 
I just said, you know, this is getting ridiculous. It's always something. COVID's going back up. Okay, what else? What, what else we have? So what, like I said, it's time to convert. Um, Dr. Martin Luther King Day was yesterday. And um, he really played a major, a major part of my life at the age of, I think it was five years old. Dr. Bean, she was a black teacher that I had as, as a kindergartner. And I started learning about black history. And Dr. I remember the song our class learned was, This man, he had a dream, Martin Luther King. That's like all it was. But that's all we sang as like little five-year-olds. And I never forgot that. I never forgot the story. It's like it unlocked something inside of me to learn about my history. It's like something did it really like since I was five. And I was very, very aware that I was a black little girl. I was very aware. Um, my first race, racial experience was when I was, how old was I about? Actually, I had others. But the one where somebody derogatorily said something to me on the playground, I was <clears throat> I was about five or six. In fact, it was probably the same school I went to in kindergarten. You know, a little Hispanic boy said, oh, you can't play on these, these monkey bars. It's not for black people. So I said, okay. Like, I didn't know. It was three boys and I was scared. So I just said, okay. And um, I began to also understand at a young age, like, I don't know if my, my ancestors were talking to me since I was like five, or they were telling me, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the experiences that they, that they had. And I remember feeling like, what would I do if master, I remember having this conversation, if master wanted, wanted to, um, sleep with me or do something to me I, I would try not I would just be what would I say I would be strong and I would just go along go along with it so that I wouldn't be fighting and then hurting more like I literally at five years old I remember walking walking near the, this fence and I, these thoughts were going through my head as a five year old why was I thinking that my mom wasn't t talking to me about that. Some of you are like, because your mother's, she's probably, hey, hey, bingo. She's probably, her mom, dude, her mom's probably like talked about that stuff. You know, when she was asleep. I mean, duh, like she, like how would she really know that? How would she, how would she really know? You know, some people, are talking like they're saying absolutely nothing so it looks like this now listen to people when they're talking and they're, they're talking jibber-jabber that makes no sense your mouth literally looks like jibber-jabber but if they talk normal with a normal lip cadence like like me like that's okay but if it's I 
My bad people. So, um, yeah, I was getting a little bit off off subject. But as a young as a young girl, I was positively impacted by not only Martin Luther King, um, Maya Angelou. I, I would say more so at the age of about 11, 12. I was reading Maya Angelou and Richard reading Richard Wright. I read Native Son. I read Uncle Tom's Children, and many of his um, his memoirs and just commentary on the Black civilization. Sadly, he ended up having to relocate to Europe. And he remarried. He actually ended up marrying a white woman who probably wasn't obviously wasn't racist. And some people are mad at him for that. Well, I mean, please. Don't be. People will do and have always found love the way they did. Now, I'm not an idiot. Some people find don't find love. They're looking for a, 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 a token card or an access card. And perhaps he, he was doing that, you know, too. So I'm not, I'm not naive to those things, trust me. But um, I say all that to say just... Knowing what my ancestors already had to experience and seeing what I have already experienced as a, as a black woman, it isn't just people thinking I have an attitude in the checkout line or I'm going to, I'm getting get ready to go beat you. I'm about to beat your butt. Now, I know some ghetto black people that may, may do that and, and where it's, they're not, it's not justified why they're doing that. Now I get it if you're saying I'm, I'm gonna get with you because X Y X Y Z. That's different. You know that's you know maybe it's it's a legitimate reason. But if it's something else, ignorant, then I'm I, I'm not talking about that. But it's. It is not. It is not easy. Um, it's not easy being a black woman, nor is it easy. I, I recognize being a black man, but what black men need to, to humbly recognize, and it's it's difficult. You know, I it's like it's a double-edged sword. So I can't. I'm not here to say our plight is more than your plight, and this and that, because that's what's putting black men and women at odds with each other. Because, you know, we're not coming together like we should in many ways, some of us, and understanding each other's plight and working towards unity and, and, and healing. We're just saying my, my struggle is worse than your struggle. But, but what, what, what we need to recognize as a species, and those of you I have many different international people listening to this, so apply this also in your culture, in your ethnicity. Um, you can relate, anyone can relate to this. I don't care who you are. You can identify with what I'm saying. There's survival. Like when you're talking about black women, we're talking about from young girls to adulthood are the most vulnerable, unprotected 
species on the planet. How are we? How is that? J Jimmy, did you hear what she said? They're the most vulnerable. What, what the heck? These Jezebels aren't vulnerable. They got too busy hooking on the street. What, she, what is she talking about? Vulnerable. And nobody wants to marry those harlots. Always wearing those tight spandex pants and showing their nasty bootes. Bootas. The most vulnerable, of course they would be. I mean, no one's gonna look out for Keisha. I mean, with a name like that, I mean, or Bonswana, or Lalique. I mean, who do they think they are? Yeah, like some of them, yes, they have, you know, hair like ours. I mean, whatever. And they do like versatile styles. But, you know, they're they're not worth protecting. No, I I don't care that little black girls are the most um, sex or four times more likely to be sex trafficked. That's because their mothers are harlots. They're probably single. They're not even learning anything. Godfrey, they're not even learning anything in school. How could you? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Who would really protect the black girl? I mean, gross. I mean, mommy, aren't they really like, aren't they always like liking to dance and get mad and upset at things and play basketball? I mean, like, I don't understand, mommy. 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 I didn't understand. Who would protect a black girl? I mean, ew, they totally like, you know, stink, gross, like, you know, fake nails, like, you know, they're wearing like this, like, totally weird hairstyles. I mean, what, like, you mean like the total secretary, uh, like the office assistants? Who's going to promote them? Yeah, I don't care that they're getting their degrees. That still doesn't mean anything. You know, anybody can get a degree. Like, it's totally a blind person can get a, a degree with, with like, not even trying to. Okay. These days, like, they just totally make it easy to do that. So don't tell me anything. Yeah, well, I'm not... If, if somebody's harassing them or doing something, it's probably because they deserved it. Yeah, I mean, they deserve what, their treatment. It's like totally, you know, homewreckers, always like asking stupid questions in meetings, always having to go to diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, they're always just trying to like show us up. So no, I mean, if they don't, if they're not being protected, it's because they don't deserve it care if they're well you know okay I feel bad for the hooker that got murdered now oh well she wasn't a hooker well whatever she was single mother oh she was married oh it's probably her third husband no I'm not being judgmental that's just how they are well I'm not going to spend my tax dollars protecting them what protected class I mean they're not even all the way human. 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 Human.
You're not even all the way human, Benjamin. You know, Benji. Yeah, well, I'm not protecting them. Shoot, get on my nerves. Yeah, I know my grandmother's black, but I don't I don't identify as black, okay? And from the bowels of the down under. Well, I I recognize that the, the indigenous people are always complaining about that we came and invaded their land. But I will tell you, that is not that is not true. We simply thought that the land complemented our needs, and we relocated. It is not our fault that you cannot you cannot keep up with the tech, technological advances that we have, and the sovereign nations that we that we are in alignment with that supply us financially and back us up within our government system. Yes, we do need you as maids, yes, and please continue to clean. Well, yes, but I know your daughter's only 11, 11 years old, but it's time that we, we get some young younger stock in here to help us out, wouldn't you think? My, not my mama, wouldn't you think? Oh, that's what I thought. So you bring the young lassie. We need to bring her soon because we need more young little black ninny, ninnies. Yeah. So when I speak about black women it is, it is the truth now some of you are don't want to hear this and I, I don't care this we don't want to hear the truth but you need to please open doing a surgery and cutting open part of your head okay your brain is exposed I'm putting healing thoughts healing thoughts Healing thoughts so that you feel good inside. Cut open brain. Heal your mind. Okay. Black women are at the last place, the bottom of the social, economic, social stratification totem pole. Really, Wilbur? Yes, it is true. Why is that? Because society doesn't want to protect black women. Society thinks that, likes to do a collective of the Ronald Reagan era collective of the crack baby single mother Jezebel ghetto finger popping bubblegum chewing red heel wearing you know secretary being you know, trying to be something they're not. If I can go on and on, kind of black woman. That's the stereotype. But the truth is, in intimate spaces, black women are extremely vulnerable because 
people around them. It's they're vulnerable is because it's the idiot drones. I am puppet. I am on the puppet string around them. Do not see them or us as valuable, as worth protecting. In fact, many people grow a even even their own a hostility towards another black woman for no reason. You, you just seem just take a one look at this black woman. You're all getting all pussy like a like a yogurt with strawberry jam on top of it. This black woman. Same thing with some black people of color, all defensive and you know, just even against your own kind. So we need to, as a people, continue. And now, I, it's not—it's not like that everywhere, but those are though in in certain spaces that is the truth. But, the, but I believe and know that black people are becoming more and more, um, well, I can't say that for all of us. Let me not. Some of us are becoming more and more aligned in, in a way where we see each other, we respect each other, we say excuse me, we, we support one another. Even when we know that there's calamity, we don't just drop the ball. We're there at the end of the day. Okay. So those are the things that. Um, it's important. As black women. We need to continue to do. And as a, as, a, as a culture. We need to do that in general. But if other women. Are being. Are, are acting. Patriarchal against black women. Then we're in big trouble because it's not just a man, you know, being discriminatory. We're talking about other women of, of other nationalities. It could be that are just non-black that will um, create a, a hostile environment um, that will make work more challenging, for example. That will not vote you in for something that will smear your name all over the wall. Now that can happen obviously to anybody, but these things make it even more of a challenge when we're trying to actually get, get ahead and we're trying to turn the pages in our life. Um, and it's, and we have, we have a long way to go, but collectively I see black women, you know, just let, let me, let me give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to so many black women that I know personally that have been through the fire, that have been cast down, told you would never be something, I would never be anything, that we were bad parents, we we didn't have anything, we were this, we were that, you're this, you're that. And these black women, despite the, the plight have raised children that have went on to college to get their college degrees that are respectful that are clean as a whistle you know my I, I, I will I will say 
there there are many black women in my immediate circle that especially in my family that have done remarkable things as far as mothers okay but when society wants to sit here and judge us how are you society let me ask you this hey ignorant foe mo foe mo foe how are you gonna judge a black woman's parenting when we were raising your kids if the if 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 black people have and still in many places are still raising uh european children it could be you know other races whatever but i'm saying but the dominant race financially uh, you know who i'm talking to white america white europe how do you actually utter those words when your ancestors and many of you tell this day rely relied on the black man and woman to actually raise your kids to teach them moral values to teach them not to you know put that put that pick fork down jimmy stop chasing your sister annie with that and that's the butler yelling at jimmy back in the day because he's crazy you know jimmy's parents sitting you know bob miller is sitting on the porch this is a fat wanker as could be just eating good smoking his tobacco smoking him tobacco big pop belly stomach Jimmy's Jimmy done almost tried to kill his sister the butler mammy mammy's gone in the kitchen because Annie Annie done stuck her head in the near the fire that they're trying to create because she she's crazy she loves she even likes starting fires here's you know there's there's Bob Miller and then we got you know Susie Su Susie Cusie that's his that's that's mistress and she's over there going crazy in the corner she's up here like Mm -hmm. and then she, she gives her baby to mammy mm, it's, it's gonna be okay Susie Q this is mammy's black hands rubbing her head it's gonna be okay Susie Q you gonna you's gonna be alright you gonna be alright and then she she there's a black same black woman that you beast wanna lynch you wanna rape and lynch or you wanna smear our history all over the place because you don't know your own history and you are in denial when you start talking about America we cannot teach church and we we can't we have to make sure that we, we, we protect America. We don't want our gener our generation asking questions about our past, about our past, over oh, gas. We don't want we don't want that. We have to remain in denial so that we can be tight lipped and and mad all the time and having secret microaggressions. Okay. 
So that black woman's holding Susie Q. Rocking her. So all right now. All right now, mistress. It's all right now, Mistress Susie. Meanwhile, this she's all decrepit, but then a week later, she forgot what the black hands did to caress and make her feel better so she didn't commit suicide or end up doing something crazy to her own children. You know what? What did she do? Gave Mammy some lashings. Mammy? Mammy? Why are you over here? Where's where's Annie? Why wasn't you watching Annie? She fell and hit, broke her knee. Busted her knee up. Oh, she'd be alright, ma'am. It's just a little bitty thing. Get over here, you, you black temptress. Give me that whip. Just, I mean, dang. We talk about it, and we will, and I will continue to talk about the things of the past because those things are still in existence today. The dynamics between black women being extremely vulnerable and it has, has transcended out of slavery. You know, taking away our black man, killing him, putting him in a chain gang, prison, you know, um, prison, prisons, so many black men and women in prison off the streets. What are what are we doing? But yet yet society will let the pedof we will let Danny Danny the Petty we won't well yeah, we know that he assaulted three boys. Well Well he remind he reminds me of my own son. Well, I mean, he just has something about him that's just so similar. I am the juror, yes. Well, wouldn't you say, Frank, juror number two? Oh, he reminds me of my nephew, uh, Tony. Yes, he does. I just can't shake it. He, he doesn't need. He he does. He doesn't. He doesn't belong behind bars. No, he's a good guy. But that druggie, that drug dealer that stole all that cocaine or that crack that the police gave them deserves to do life. Yes, well, it just that's just the way I feel. My hard-earned working dollars, I'm a taxpayer, and you got thugs like this out here just doing whatever they want to do. Well, no, I mean... You know, that pedestal, I mean, it's it's very common. I know lots, honestly, I know lots of secrets that go on. And if you only knew that many of the highest of, high upon the hill, high upon the hill, high upon the high upon, high upon the hill, are a part of some crazy things that I dare not speak of. Because they have the money to do what they want to do, and no one's going to stop them from, you know, doing the very bad things. Because the law's on their side. I mean, if you have money, you can just pay 
to get out of situations if you look a certain way. It's just the way it is. But when it comes down to when you start to really think about black women in general, you not only do you have to deal with the hostility in many cases from from people. Now, mind you, not everybody is walking around mean to, to black women. So I'm not saying that. But depending on the scenarios that we are in on a daily basis, we have to be very careful um, just, just on a daily basis. Now, some of you, now I live in a predominantly white state. And then there's diversity like in where I live. But because of that umbrella, it, it creates more of a hardship. Like, or it, it, it doesn't even have to be where, like being in Colorado. I mean, I'm in Texas, you know, and, and I just got back from Texas, San Antonio. And it's funny how ignorant people are. They'll say like, they'll say some kind of black, quote unquote, vernacular, like, a show whiz or like they'll, they'll be stupid and they'll say that when they see me like they'll feel the need to say something black and stupid like I like I'm gonna be like oh yeah that's right shucking and jiving yeah I know that's right black people stop shucking and jiving just because a person of another color I mean maybe of an that is not black may know some black vernacular don't just lose your brain and think that you can just let that person right into your inner inner circle you can't do that because you don't even know what oops sorry <laughs> but you don't even know what what they're really about so stop stop the shucking and jiving let's start with that um what else yeah, so, you know, I felt it was, it's also important, okay, going back to um, kind of moving around, but Martin Luther King and the impact he made on my life as a young, as a young black um, girl, you know, growing up in Colorado was extremely difficult. Uh, I will often hear, and, and this is, this is ignorant. This is not a compliment. This is not something that boosts your self-esteem if you're a young girl. But I would hear, oh, you're pretty for it for a dark-skinned girl. You're pretty for a dark-skinned girl from other black boys. Okay. There have, there have been many instances where black men, even today, okay, now I'm, <laughs> luckily I have a fine husband who is not, a, he's not even American. So that's part of the great blessing for me because I needed someone that was, and come with a whole new experience, whole new um, perspective. That that's what I needed, you know. But when you when you grow up hearing things like that and black men um, not honoring the black woman, now get it. Some black women are have disrespected black men, and that's why black men aren't going out of their way to open the door or doing things because they have been hurt. So I see both sides. Black women, you need to stop being ignorant. Some of you are being very ignorant. 
So I can get into a, to that discussion. Um, but you're being ignorant when it comes to letting your child's father see their child. You're causing, because you have your emotions still wrapped up. You're not even thinking straight. You know, that's not healthy. You may even be divorced or whatever the case is. So the best thing to do is try to work in unity if you're not together anymore. So um, so there, there, are, there are reasons, but it's when, when a black man disrespects a black woman by, by admiring another, a woman of another race in a disrespectful manner to tell the black woman that he does not like you, that is a problem. Nobody actually gives a damn who you're with. To be honest with you, a lot of black women don't care. A lot of men of all nationalities love black women. So the self-esteem for many black women is there. You don't need to do all that. Um, like who you're going to like, but don't do it in a disrespectful manner where you're, you're helping the white woman with her bags and doing all this <laughs> extra stuff. And you see a black woman in the same situation, but you run over to the black to the white woman to show that you 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 have low self-esteem and you are in alignment. When you do that, all you're doing is weakening your own dynasty, your legacy you're leaving behind. You're not teaching your offspring if you have children um, any kind of continuity when it comes to protecting your tribe, and if our families continue to to be at war with each other we will never ever have a dynasty if we're stealing and doing stupid shit shady things we are never gonna have anything so as a black people we have to work 20 times harder because they because the word erase and race is a real word those are two real words that have synonyms and that um, work together, erase a race. So when you look at the prison plight and all these other things, and you look at how black women, there's actually more black women in, incarcerated than black men, which I, some, a statistic I didn't know, because you don't hear about black women being locked up on that, on that scale. Now, if you want to go research that, and if you come up with a different number, let me know. But the last time I checked, um, black, it's the black women that are actually being incarcerated at a higher rates. Um, black girls are four times more likely to be sex trafficked and are sex trafficked the most out of any other race. It's black girls um, from ages... I want to say seven or eight to 18, 19, you know, um, there's, there's so many when, when the black man, even if black man, you, you have went with a woman of another race, it doesn't mean because you've done that, that you abandon your, your race, your race is a vulnerable species. Stop thinking you have arrived. I have arrived. You have you haven't arrived anywhere but to another um, tombstone of somebody that you know. So you haven't arrived. We have not arrived. 
arrival to what? Arrive to 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 being something we're not. Arriving to abandoning our historical legacies of our ancestors, our most recent ancestors. Many of us in our families have a, a, a person in our family, or maybe even ourselves, that is the first black to, to do blank, blank, blank. The first black to blank, blank, blank. I have a lot of first black, I'm the first black woman to have been appointed as a minority um, um, a program manager for the minority business office for the state of Colorado. I am the first black um, woman uh oh, to, to have been hired, you know, in, in certain, sorry about that, certain um, positions, let's just say that, okay, um, many of us have that story. We are setting new benchmarks for our, for our generation behind us, still till this day. So we haven't arrived. If we're the first black in 2023, where have we arrived? That means we have a long way to go, but at the same time, we, 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 we should be very proud of what we've been able to achieve under the, the belt and gun of the system that we live in. You know, but if the black woman is not protected, what do you think that's going to do to your civilization, black man? If, if we continue um, killing black women through um, hypertension, cardiac arrest, cancers, you know, the diseases are really born from uh, several factors, genetics, stress, environmental environmental factors you know and if the black woman is not given this um equal adequate treatment for prenatal care and her fetus is being under attack the black woman's body is under attack it already has been it has been experimented on it continues to be experimented on. I was an experiment. I was experimented on when I was 18. Okay? If you really want to know the truth, Rose Medical Center. You know, I felt like the black the black woman that was on that cart, I was like maybe was I a reincarnation of that? She, she was stand, sitting on that table and these doctors, these white male doctors were hovered around her getting ready to open her up. Okay? I experienced that. Am I proud to share that? No. But I'm going to. And if you don't like it, mofo, shut the door. Get back, though. So, um... When I, when I have experienced um, brutality from doctors in, 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 other, in other situations, of, of other doctors saying things about my body, saying things about my, even my ear when it was burned when I was a child. My ear was 
completely melted down to the size of the saucer that was this big. My whole entire skin was melted down. Because of an evil man that decided to do that. And even my own white doctor said some very hateful words to my mother. To the point my mom didn't let me go back there. I mean, this is my reality. So when you sit there twiddling your thumbs and, oh, I don't want to acknowledge this. What? I don't want to acknowledge our innate hatred. I just don't, I don't like those people. I don't know why I don't like colors. We're always complaining that we're different. That doesn't mean my, my kid has to go to the same school, learn the same stuff. You know, my, my, my son, Benny's coming home asking me questions about police brutality. And I, you know, my, my daughter, you know, she's asking me all these, these questions about my, our history. And it's just triggering me. It's, I, it's just, why is the tool, little Roxy just constantly asking us, constantly, constantly asking us these questions about why we why why we stoned the little black boy when we were in high school and, and i don't think i should have to always explain i mean we're different we're just different we're just different you know we're just different you know we're different we i don't know these people are just constantly complaining i don't know Oh, I mean, what do you expect? Oh, Godfrey, I just don't know what to do. My kids are asking me questions about the past, and we're not, we're going to hold on to our wealth. I don't give a rat's butt what these people complain about. We're not sharing this money. Hell, $150 million, we're, we're not, we're, we're trailing behind. We should at least be having 600 billion by now. Well, you know, you know, a lot of our family, you know, most of our families are all connected. I mean, check out the Homestead Act. You know about that. Yeah, well, we've got plenty of land to do. Yeah, maybe do some more collaborations on those uh, General Mills cereal boxes. Yeah, I think so. Yep. So that's just a little snippet, and I'll probably have to do a part two because I'm not done talking to you. See you on part two.